Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's the Afternoon Underdogs on Cards Radio 790 KRD. Now, here's Tony Vanetti and Dave Jennings. Trying to play the sound. It's not working. I, I hear something. Noles beat Notre Dame at Purcell Pavilion for the first time ever. What a tremendous comeback. Down 13. What a great... I, I've never heard him call a game before. I want, let's hear it again. Up to the timeline. Puts up the prayer. It's no good. Noles win. Noles win. Noles beat Notre Dame at Purcell Pavilion for the first time ever. Is that the first time ever. Is that still Gene Deckerhoff? I have no idea. Because he doesn't say it. He used to call FSU stuff and Tampa Bay Buccaneer football. He's got a great voice. Gene Deckerhoff. I'm not sure if it's still him or not. Noles win. Noles win. Florida State led that game for all of 19 seconds. Oh, man. Guess he wasn't on their side last night. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Was that Notre Dame? Usually Jesus helps out a little bit. Jesus kind of smacks the ball right out of the... Mm, Not lately, though, because Notre Dame hasn't beaten a ranked team in that play since 2017. Somebody told me that it's it's in the double digits, the 20-something. 20, 21 games in a row against ranked teams. Right, right. They've lost. Not number one teams. Top 20 teams. And he was one of those. He, you know, he's a typical Notre Dame coach. Like, they coach for a long time. Yep. They're kind of likable, but they, they're they all similar, right? And I thought, you know, he's the first one to lose the tie and kind of go with the Saturday night. Like, he could go from the basketball court to, like, clubbing. Now, he's he's the middle-aged, um, out-of-shape mafioso. Now, but 10 years ago, he had that little scruff. He, you he know, was the young, in-shape yes, mafioso. The, the rough, he was, <laughs> that's right. That's right. And he had the little scruff going on before coaches wore scruff. And and you were, and he had good ball teams. And you were th- and they were tough. They played good basketball. Right. And you're like, man, you know what? This this guy's a great coach. I, I really like him. It, this is a great addition to the ACC. You never know what to get out of Notre Dame coaches because you have guys and they'll tell you we can't recruit like other people can recruit. Right, Our right. pool is smaller. Right, right. So you have these Notre Dame three stars out there, and you think, okay, how good would Mike Bray be coaching North Carolina? Right, yes. No idea. Right, that's exactly right. So uh, so they <laughs> let the – it's just not their year, dude. It's just not their year. Nope. Uh, but they, they need to do a little recruiting. They need to do some recruiting uh, and get, get going here. All right, man. Jody Demling promised he'd come in and talk to us. Let's get a um, an update on the ankle. Malik Williams ankle. Yes. What are we doing here? So uh, I heard some rumors earlier today that a coach said uh, the, um, that maybe uh, that he's not going to play tomorrow. You know what? Saturday. Sorry. I keep thinking it's Friday. I don't even want to watch it. Um, I, after three Virginia games, and then I saw yeah. them play last night. I just saw the highlights, as it were. Virginia held on to win 46 to 44. <laughs> that, mind you, not the first half score. That was the final after 40 minutes of college basketball, <laughs> 46 to 44. Uh, get ready. And multiple times they've won games this year, scoring in the 40s. Yeah. See, we used to live through that when we were in the Big East, right? Louisville's in the Big East, and they were low scores, 52-50, mm-hmm. 
Uh, but the difference was the Big East was so physical, you actually you watched somebody punch each other in the face as they went to the line. Uh, and, and it was like, okay, well, at least there's a, you know, a fight going on uh, and the low scoring. At least there's some entertainment. But with this, eh. Let me ask you this question. Kentucky Freedom fans, of Louisville fans, Indiana fans, whatever. Let's say Chris Mack gets snapped up. Let's say John Calipari retires or goes to the NBA. Yeah. Would you, knowing that, yeah. in five years' time, you're going to get beat by a one seed, uh, as a one seed by a 16, you're going to make a Final Four, you're going to win a national championship, you're going to have the highs and lows yeah. for five years because you are hiring Tony Bennett. Yeah. You're going to get a title, Yeah, but you're going to have to watch 125 games of that crap. Um. You consistently in the top 10? Consistently in the top 10. You have yeah. an embarrassing loss as a one seed. You win a national title, but you have 30 games where you don't score out of the 40s. You have five total games where you score in the 70s. And all of college basketball hates the way you play. Do you think people care that the coach is a good guy anymore? Not really. He's, I mean, he's, we don't he, care if our presidents are good guys he's anymore. He's like a we Boy Scout. It's a bonus. He's like a Boy Scout, though. He's not just a good guy. He gives bonuses back to the school, to the library. He has great stuff. hair. Right. Really good looking. It's kind of sickening, really. Kind of is. Won a national title. Yeah, after getting beat by a 16, being the first team to lose like that. So if you're whatever, whoever your favorite basketball team is, if your coach were to leave tomorrow, mm-hmm. would you want Tony Bennett as your coach? Right. It seems like an easy question. Right. Well, you're going to win a national title in five years? Absolutely. Yeah, you got to watch that, though. And that 46 to 44 game is not going to be the only one. In a given month. five seven one seventy nine hundred. Do you want Tony Bennett as your coach? Now just a, a hypo. It's a oh, hypo. Yeah, yeah, it's a hypo. Come on. Hypoallergenic question. Brian Posehn will be with us later. <laughs> Rock show. Rock show. Rock show. He's much more than that. And we're going to dive into that a little bit later. So. Brian Posehn, the rock show, that's from Big Bang Theory. If you look him, look at his IMDB and all of his things, I mean, he's in... 50 things a year. Does voice work here, a bit part there, in a movie here. He's on Seinfeld there. He's on Metal Bands. Raymond. Most recently, we've seen him on Big Bang Theory as Bert the Geologist. Yes. Elliot? This uh, guy, I mean, you could be his younger brother, Elliot. Yes. I think I could. Is he, do you get, do you get man crushes? I get man crushes, sure. Okay, is he? He's he, not one of them. He's not. He looks like I mean, him, dude. You only you. <laughs> you're a have be- a man crush on you. You're a better looking version of Brian Posehn. I think so. Right? Yeah. Sure. I'm a little bit slimmer. Uh, a little bit shorter. A little not more much. coherent. Right? Yeah, I think he's yes. six seven. Yeah. Yeah. Way better voice, of course. Oh, uh, dude. Yeah. Oh man. No, but Listen I like that. I like that he's into the rock. I like that he's right. into metal. Right. Yeah, uh, right. He's my kind of dude. Right. And plays a geologist. Right. Yeah. All right, so did we have our big night at your place, the 21st Century, uh, what's the name of the bar? Uh, 21st Amendment Tavern 21st Amendment, yes. Okay, so did we have My wife fi- and I dropped by there during the daytime. I did? There was nobody there. Did you have okay. your big five, was good. $5 four-band night? Uh, I played at Zanzibar last oh, night. Oh, Zanzibar, that was right. last night. We did. It was okay. great. It was, oh, great. Okay, so four bands, couple from Kansas City, right? That's right. All yeah. right, and $5 at the door, like yeah. it's 1991. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did a lot of partying. All right. Had a, had a hangover uh, breakfast burrito this that morning. That is awesome. What do yeah. they say in Blazing Saddles about Kansas City people? I All right. Uh, uh, stop that. Oh, can't say stop that. that. All right. So what, where did you, what'd you do for the breakfast burrito? What was that? 
Oh, uh, I went down to Bandidos on University. Oh, right on campus there. So it's like Southern California, where I'm from, right. Mexican food. So they put French fries in the burritos. Oh, yeah. stop yeah. it. That's the way to go. What's the best Mexican food in Louisville, since you're something Ooh, of a connoisseur? I would say Supermercada Juanajaca on um, Preston nice. Highway. Say yeah. what? It's the, Mexi- it's the restaurant in the Mexican grocery store. That's oh, that's ex- Mm. Super Americana, Huaca, Huaca, yeah. I'm going to need you to text me no, that. Dude. No gringos anywhere. Yeah, text me that name. Uh, that's always a good sign. That is the that is the sign. So yeah. besides <laughs> the French fries, what was in your hangover burrito? Uh, what did I have? I had chicken. There's some rice in there. A little yeah. bit of egg and bacon. Hot sauce. They can put uh, tater tots in there. Oh. Mm. Yeah, that's the way to do it. And you do the hot sauce because the hangover, right? Yeah, well, they have a salsa bar, so you get like uh, six different types of salsa. Oh, man. I'm so glad you're our I love you salsa go. options. You're learning, man. Thank you, Elliot. Mm-hmm. All right, when's the next big Elliot concert? Oh, I think we're playing uh, We're playing Big Blue Country uh, here on 311. Oh, is yeah. the band 311 going to play with you? Man, I'd wish. That'd be great. That, they could, that would they really could, help oh. boost sales. They could open for you guys. All right, quick That's... 311 story. Oh, Please. no. Oh, yeah. So uh, we had a big, we had about six or seven bands that were playing New Albany, that amphitheater thing on the river. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they were one of the early bands, actually. They were like noon or one or something like that. Mm -hmm. So we're all hungover for the night before, but we're still drinking. It's, you know, noon. So I'm bringing on 311. And they're the coolest dudes in the world. Like They were, they just had, their their hit song had just come out. Mm -hmm. They were just kind of getting some momentum. And uh, I bring them on and it's, it's loud. And the sheriff comes down and stands on the concrete stage. And he's kind of a chunky dude. And he's and he grabs his belt and he's standing, he's staring at the guitar player. And he steps one step closer. And we're kind of now noticing. We're like, what's he doing? And he goes, starts pointing at his ear, then he says, Cut it. Turn it off. Cut it off. So the Been there. Yeah. guitar right. So the guitar player, I'm like, oh, this is getting interesting. So the guitar player kind of leans forward and it's playing louder. Oh, so then as you have to. Right, that's right. So the sheriff is like, cut it off. The man ain't shutting me down. Cut it off. So he starts to climb, true story, starts to climb onto the stage where the monitor is. Mm-hmm. He's coming right at the guitar player. Guitar player gives him the hockey hit. Hockey hip. Wow. Boom. Whoa. Fat sheriff guy goes down on his face. Boom! On the concrete, because that's all concrete. There's no wood over there. So it's all concrete. He goes down, flustered, face red. Other sheriffs see him and are like, we need to control this right now. We want him to turn it down, but this is not the way you want to do it. Go to the sound guy and say, hey, any any chance? So at that point, the whole crowd is like going nuts because they're like, yeah, you know, Attica, it's anti-establishment. So it's like everyone's going, you know, whatever. (laughs) Attica's my age. So it's like everyone's going crazy and they're going and the song is supposed to be over and they're still going. They're just jamming, jamming. And of course, the sound guy is turning it up. He's not turning. As he should. What a right. good sound guy. That's no. what I do too. Right. I you never, turn it up. You get the phantom turned down, but you don't turn anything down. Oh, it's the worst mistake you can ha- can make if you go over to the sound guy and go, "Man, it's really loud." Don't ever do that. Especially after nine hundred Bud Lights. Yeah. <laughs> That's usually what I get. Hey man. Years ago when hey, I. Hey man. No, he's got the dream present. Go ahead. Oh. Hey man. Can't hear vocals. Got to turn them up. Or, hey, man, it's too loud, man. It's hurting, man. 
I had a drunk lady come up in the sound booth, started pushing up faders and stuff. And oh, like, my oh, God. Yeah. Don't I'm, touch my stuff. I, and I said, I'm just going to watch you do this. I want to see. I just want to see you drunkenly run sound right now. Oh. Have it for a little bit. And I'm like, all right, now all it's right. time to go. You're done. And then yeah. I hockey hipped her out. Oh, God. Yes, man. That was still the greatest. And they were. They were the coolest band. Years ago, we saw Johnny Rivers at the New Albany Amphitheater. Yeah. No, no sound complaints whatsoever. Okay. <laughs> Not a one. All right, Monday Marathon, Dave and Buster's March 16th, brought to you by Troutman Dry Goods and Carriage Ford. When the adult bracket, sponsored by KCC Heating and Cooling, and the grand prize is sponsored or, or provided by Steepleton. We have a gorilla goal for you, $2,500, I think, is what it's worth, $2,000. Mm. Uh, and then we have a kids bracket. Uh, that is going to be a Nintendo Switch, I believe. So uh, oh, 12 hours of, of time to fill out your bracket with us and a chance to win all this stuff. You can drink beer, have some wings, bring the kids after school. That was when you can fill out the kids' bracket. But we'll be there all day long in the Mall St. Matthews. Perfect Monday to spend with us. Okay? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, we have a caller. Let me pull up my... Daryl. Daryl. Hey, uh, Daryl. What's up, bud? Hey, Daryl. Hey, hey guys! You know, I just heard the word from you all about how uh, Williams probably won't play against Virginia. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there any any expectation that he'll be ready for the ACC tournament, or do they just not know? Um, here's the deal: so they won't play in the in the ACC tournament until a week from today. So yeah. I don't care. I, I know it's big to win an ACC regular season title. I get that. But I'd rather have wins in the NCAA tournament. So if Williams doesn't come back to the until the NCAA tournament, not the ACC, I don't care. But he's still got another whole week to get the swelling yep. down because I understand that's the issue is it's swelling. This really could be, guys, this could be anybody except for Wara and Williams, and this would not be much of a hiccup. Agreed? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, guys. Thanks, Thanks Daryl. Right. We're going to have the folks on from Pro Rehab. We'll ask him about that. And this is one of those things. If he runs the risk of making this worse by playing, I don't want to see him till the NCAA tournament. If it has to be right in the round of 32, whatever it takes to have a healthy Malik Williams. I mean, have him on standby. Have him at the ready if things are going south and you think he can go. But if you can get by without him until he's 100%, I still I go back to the boot and the tears. Yes, and then the no big deal thing after. It's like I've seen guys roll ankles where there's no boot and there's no tears. Well, I I was a little worried when I saw that. Uh, yeah, when we talk to pro rehab, we're going to do that in the next couple of minutes here. Um, when we we talked to him, I'm going to ask about that because when I heard the swelling on Saturday, I went, whoa, 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 whoa! It's still swole. It can't be and swole. No swole. No swole, dog. If it's swole, that means they're nowhere near getting him back and on it, the floor. Boy, it shouldn't be after a week and a half. No. No, there's something else there. They've done a good job of kind of hiding that. I'd get, I'm almost ready to say he's not going to play Saturday, and I don't want him to, to no. your point. Uh, here's Mike Krzyzewski, by the way. Oh, boy. I never saw LeBron play in high school, but Kobe was the best high school player I ever saw. He had a maturity, a competitive arrogance to go along with his talent that was way, way off the charts, even as a high school player. When he walked into a gym, even for a summer league game, the gym looked around and said, oh, Kobe's here. Mm-hmm. As much, he just had it. As much as people don't like Mike Krzyzewski, I, I, I have no problem with him. Yeah. He can be abrasive and weird, and he got all the calls for uh, 20 straight years. 
but he's also had a lot of downs too. Out in the first and second round, some weird weird losses. Uh, yes, they had the the cleanest uh, route to the NCAA Final Four forever. Oh, you you don't have to leave the state until the Elite Eight, or really, really? Um, so, or, the, or actually, the Final Four. There was plenty of times that he didn't have to leave the state until the Final Four. Wow. Okay. Um, but he is one of the well, he's the biggest star in college basketball. There's no Calipari would be second, Self would be third. I mean, Roy Williams is in there Roy somewhere. Roy Williams has fallen off, though, don't you think? Who are the next stars to take over for these That's guys? That's what I'm saying. There is not this. I mean, Chris Mack is in the next group of, right? Yes. No, no, no. There's Tony a... Bennett's next group of. Sure, but that is not star power. Remember back in the day, it was almost all about the coaches. Remember the old Big East days when you had John Thompson oh. and Raleigh Massimino? Oh, Jim yes. Beheim was still there. Yes. Who's oh. the St. John's dude? Oh, the Raleigh Massimino. No, Rosie, oh, Rosie, he was Villanova. He was Villanova. Who was that guy? Oh, Carnesecca. Carnesecca with the sweaters. Yes. These were personalities. They were huge. Mm-hmm. Huge. And now you're looking at this era to where one by one, once Beheim goes, once Krzyzewski goes, I mean, these guys have been coaching for 40 years. Here's our era. Dayton might be a one seed. Yeah, San Diego State might exactly be a one right. seed. Name their coaches. That's where you are. Mm-hmm. That's where you are. Um, and when you're in a league like the NCAA, which the coaches are the stars, it's not the players, especially yep. now. Because, That's the next level. Yeah. Now, look, if you weren't if you weren't taking every player out after so- freshman, sophomore year, if Zion was playing in this league right now, come on, dude. Oh, geez. I mean, look at it. I mean, if all those Kentucky guys have stayed around, I mean, come on. They're, they're huge, huge stars everywhere. But that's not the case now. Now it has to be the coaches. And when Mike Krzyzewski decides, and how old is he? Somewhere between 60 and 91. That, that's exactly right. He coached against Denny in 86. Yes, after Bubis. Yes. Bubis was at Duke. He was post-Bubis. And du- and Bubis won a national title at Duke, correct? I think so. Okay. But Denny did a job on Bubis. But we're not talking about national championships. We're talking about star power for the league. Love him or hate him, Coach K puts a spotlight on the league. Mm-hmm. And when you see a game coached by, you know, it's Duke versus whoever. I mean, it is a game to watch, If especially if it's a Duke versus Cal, Duke versus Mac, Duke, Duke versus... Uh, whatever. I mean, it's star power. Once those, once Bayham and Coach K, which could be any time now, once they go, it's just basketball. It's just Cal. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Yeah, I know. And now, and look, Mac is doing a hell of a job, right? He's doing a great job of of putting his mark on basketball. Well, he's also a guy that's not going to market his personality. He's not going to try to become bigger than the game. He's just coaching the guys, right? Excellent at it, but yeah. he's just not a—he's not that animal. And everybody thought the Kirby Smart guy. It's not Kirby Smart. No, no Kirby Smart. Shaka, Shaka, Shaka Khan. Kirby Smart. Uh, Shaka Khan at Texas was going to be that guy, and mm-hmm. not exactly, right? Yep. So it's interesting to see where this whole league is going to go once you got stars like Mike Chesky are gone. We're going to try to get some advice on what is going to happen with Malik Williams. They've done a great job on sort of keeping that on the DL. Usually what happens at Louisville, probably more of a Rick thing, somebody would get hurt, you'd hear four to five weeks, and he's playing two games later. That's yes. the way it used to work. Yes. Now we're hearing no big deal, and it's been a while. It's so kind of the, the other, it's the other way. Kind of the opposite. I kind of like the other one. <laughs> Rick, 
Don't count on him. He's done for his career. What? Never played. He's again. done for a while. I said done for a while. No, coach, you said done for a career. Well, it's that bad. Two days later, there he is, starting lineup. Damn, no Rick, sign of a limp. Rick did it again. Twenty points, ten boards. Rick did it again. When I used to go to the press conferences, because I stopped going because you couldn't ask a good question. If you no. asked, if you asked a good question, Rick would belittle you and. And the, the, the tension in the room was so thick because coach would, he just, he, it wasn't like if he yelled at you, that one thing, everybody can be yelled at. Sure. You go, okay, you can quit yelling. But the ones where he, he sets your sights on you and he starts to slash at you and, and talk, you know, and basically he's just, you know, nothing about basketball kind of thing. Right. And you're just like, and and that's a tactic by great speakers, right? I'm going to, I saw Nick Saban do it in front of crowd. The first person he asked a question, he slashed apart because he wanted to leave at some point. He wanted to make sure there weren't going to be a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. So he tore apart the first guy. Can we have him at one of our meetings? Right, Nick, please. <laughs> Can Nick Saban run our next meeting so it's a little shorter, please? Go ahead, Tony. Ask a question. Tony Cruz, stop asking questions. <laughs> uh, but Rick used to do that. And then I, at one time I just went, okay. Well, first it was they were always right before the show started. So right. I was like, I can't go anywhere now. Well, but, then, then the other thing is if Coach says something mildly funny, the race to be the first to laugh and laugh the loudest. Yes. Oh, I know. You I think know. Coach saw me laugh? Well, no. You, you know why? You know why? Because they do make it feel uncomfortable so oh. much that you're just kind of like, I want to ask a good question. I want to ask a good question. But in reality, they're all the dumbest questions in the world. And it can't be too hard because he's not going to answer it and they're going to get mad at me. Coach, so-and-so is averaging three less rebounds in the last two weeks than he did the week, the weeks before. What are you working on in practice to improve that? Hashtag, please don't have me killed. Go. What, are you, what do you mean, what am I doing? What? He's doing what? He's averaging three less rebounds in the last two weeks. Did we win those games? You, did we win those games? What are you doing in practice to help uh, improve the rebounding numbers? Okay. No, we're running practice. That's what we're doing. You want to talk about rebounding drills? Is that what you're asking? I don't mind them sometimes when they get crappy. Yes. It's like, okay, dude. I don't like it when the coaches get crappy with these sideline reporters on their way out, though. No. It can be inane. It can be annoying, but eh, give them a little respect. Game time, man. I don't know. Your hair's up on that. All right, man. Back after this. 790. (laughs) All right. We are here. The afternoon underdogs. Tony and Dave yeah, from McMelty. McMelty. McMelty says, you guys obviously haven't been to Pina Fiesta. Oh. Elliot, do you have an answer? I for do not know of this. I don't either. Always down to try a new place. Pina Fiesta. Been to Fiesta time. That's very good. Okay. Oh, that Siri picked up the last part. Ah. Darn it, stop talking. There's a new one, Limon and Soul, that's very good. It's over there by Costco. Mm -hmm. Have some different things on the menu you don't usually see. Um, Yeah, I like the authentic stuff. I like some stuff with heat. Mm -hmm. Anything that's got heat on it, I'm in. I'm in. I love Mexican, dude. As long as you brought up food, KFC is out with something new. Mm -hmm. It is called the Kentaco. So the shell... It's on Dixie, by the way, peanut. Oh, gotcha. Yes, it's on Dixie. The new Kentaco has a fried chicken shell. So it is thin fried chicken in the shape of the shell. Filled with lettuce, tomatoes, and a mix of four different cheeses. Mm. The Kentaco. Kentaco. But if you want to get it, 
you've got to go to Singapore. Oh, damn it. Sorry about that. Why'd you do that, dude? That sounds awesome, by the way. It does. You kidding me? Just delicious ingredients, no donut anywhere. As we as we talked about yesterday, here's some more sound about the possibility that uh, Tom Brady's people are causing all this. Every day there's a new story. Yes. I don't know that the, the market is all that hot. You need a lot of conditions in place to really want to go after him. You need to be willing to blow up your offense. You need to be willing to put yourself on a two-year timetable. You need to be willing to see in the near future where a rebuild is going to be coming. So today's story and all the headlines was, boy, Brady and Belichick finally talked and the call didn't go well. Yeah. That's the story. Yeah. Uh, Jody, we're hearing that uh, the Tom Brady noise on all these teams is all coming from Tom Brady's people. Oh, I can only imagine. Yeah, and it's not coming from these teams, right? I'm so tired. Tom Brady and Spike Lee, the two stories that will not go away. Um, does Spike Lee, does he just... He, he, he likes that. I, mean, I know, oh, but of course he in does. the interview, he's like kind of crazy and yeah. screaming, yeah. and it's like, what happened to you, dude? But no. th- but those are the two stories that will not go away, and they're not going to go away, and they're being created by their own people. Yes. Why can't people see that? See that, yes, 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 yes. Well, so, there's I mean, plenty t- of so, things happening in sports, right? You've got the college basketball tournament coming yeah. up. You've got a record season from the Bucks. There's a few things happening, but apparently Spike and Tom are more I interesting. Will, I will say this about Tom Brady. I won't be... The, it, it appears he doesn't want to play in New England, so I'm not going to be shocked when he goes somewhere else. Right. But the fact that they are like, oh, he might go to Tennessee or do this, he's not going to somewhere like He's going to go somewhere. Where he can win it. Where he can win it. it. And the crazy thing is, imagine the lineup of wide receivers that are going to go, I'm I'm going to wait, and I'm just going to wait yeah. to their agent. They're saying, no, just wait, just wait. Isn't just part wait. of this spin, so after the divorce, it looks like Tom had no chance. Yeah. So Tom comes out looking like the good guy in all of this, yeah. and fans would say, you know what, you really had very little very little uh, opportunity to stay, Tom. They made it impossible for yep. you. They disrespected you, and it's that Belichick guy. He couldn't make you happy for two more years. Damn it, Bill. No doubt. That's exactly what it is. Um, <clears throat> I hope he goes. I hope the 49ers thing is true. I Either the 49ers or Vegas. Can you imagine? I can't wait. A new, the, with, a, with a new stadium. No, with, with Gruden, he couldn't do that, oh. right? Oh. I don't. I don't think with Chucky. I don't think no. no. I, I Mr. Think, Prince Charming goes to the dark side. I think it would be great. <laughs> no, it'd be great, but there's no way. It's too good to be true. Gruden and Tom Brady, and the Colts aren't sexy enough. No, he's got a connection to the Titans. Again, not sexy enough. Man. San Diego, not ready to compete just yet, even with Brady. All right, are you going to tell San the Francisco. truth or are you going to lie? But before we get before we get to college, where do you, you want to see Teddy wind up? Where do I want to see Teddy wind up? You know that that's a great point, and I think I was watching one of the ESPN. I can't remember yesterday. One of the Did you hear Tampa shows, Bay, and I've heard Tampa Bay. Yes. And I'm like, that's not a bad that's deal. Bad. Up the road, I just in wonder who's is he? Is Teddy second in the dominoes? I mean, really think by think about all the quarterbacks that are that are going to be moving once Brady is done. Is right. Ted is Teddy next? I guess Garoppolo if. Teddy, why know, if, why isn't all this stuff getting done before the draft? Well, it will, won't it? Well, will it? Yeah, yeah the next, draft next is couple April, weeks. The draft is April twenty third. They want to get 22nd. the CBA ironed out too you, to see what the rules get, are going to be. Can't get here close enough. Yeah, I mean, we still have a long time before the draft. There's no movement. And by on this. by the way, speaking of the draft, Mackay Becton, I've heard now potentially as as high top as five? top five. Oh my mm. gosh! Yes, good for him. Yes. Payday. But I saw different pieces. I saw who's the best fit for New England, who's the best fit for Indy, 
for both of them, it was Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. All right, so uh, we're Teddy, f- no, you're, Teddy no is Belichick. not going to Belichick. No, right. please, no. All right, we're going to find out. Jody lies to us all the time. He knows the truth, and he keeps the secrets down at Floyd Street. And he look, and I can tell his lie face too. Oh yeah, you can. I walk away and I go, that was, and I'll go, I know, I know what it is now because that was his lie face. <laughs> so, so what's what's the deal with Malik's ankle? Well, I mean, I don't think there's any. It's still swole. Yeah, I mean, it's still it's still dealing day to day, and I don't think there's anything different. You know, I know people freak out about the boot. Everybody's wearing a boot. And the tears. Well, guess what? Stephen Enoch Saturday or Sunday night left the arena in a boot. Guess what? He played 38 minutes, and he was fine. That was a Thomas Crown affair misdirection boot. But Everybody um, had a boot on. With Malik, I, I just think they'll take it. Very slow. I mean, I think it's... No, no, no. We're uh, good it, with we that. We want him to, yeah. We're good with that. I don't care if he plays I Saturday. I don't think he... I mean, they're saying day-to-day still right now for Saturday. I'd be surprised if he played. And I said that last Sunday just because you really want him for the weeks after this week, not as much for this Is week. Is it still slow? No, I mean, yeah, I, think, I mean, any kind of ankle. I mean, no. a few days after. Right, I mean, it's two days. It was last Saturday. Or, uh, it was a week and a, a week half ago. No, it was last Monday. Okay, Monday. So it was, it was a week and three days ago. week and three days ago. A yeah, I mean, I think he's, I mean, I think it's still, I, I think it's still bothering him. Uh, and he hasn't practiced, but I don't think it's anything worse See, than what they, you know, I mean, they've done the x-rays. Okay, hasn't practiced. He's not playing then. No, that's well, not I don't true. Know, but I don't know I don't today. Know if that's true. And I don't yeah. know if that's true or not. I don't not. know if that's true. I don't care. Hold him. Yeah. I want it 100%. I don't want him to re-aggravate anything, and then that jeopardizes the NCAA. Because yeah. I got to tell you, after he, watching 40 in a row of tournaments and, and UofL, I don't care about the conference tournament. Well, and honestly, he is the biggest piece of yes. this team right now. But what, Besides Wara, this is the most have. important piece right. right now. Give me Jody Demling's top five most important indispensable players heading into the tournament. Oh, you're going to hurt his Like, we can't, we can't lose him, then we couldn't lose him, him. You mean as far as Louisville's concerned? As far as Louisville's concerned. Where does Williams fit on the we really can't lose him? Oh, I think he's one right one? now. One? I, I think I, I do, because he's the vocal guy. I went back and watched the Virginia Tech game on, on tape. And the three of the four three-pointers that they hit in the first half, if Malik Williams is in the game, they don't, they don't know. They don't hit him. Oh, they don't hit him. Because of his communication of oh, okay. David Johnson going, no, don't, you know, come under, come under, go over or whatever. And Stephen Enoch instead runs into him. And he doesn't yeah. mean to. No. He's just not as cerebral on defense. You know what he like reminds Malik me is. of in a different sports? Reggie Bonifon. Reggie yeah. Bonifon was brilliant off the field. And yeah. on the field, he just couldn't see it. Yeah. He just couldn't see the defense. And you know, Stephen Enoch is brilliant off the court, but if you it, on the floor, he seems lost sometimes or in the wrong spot. It, Not like, lost. It's almost that's like unfair. a slow step. It's, like, yeah. it's almost like he's a step slow. Yes, that's exactly right. And, and Malik is not, and that makes a big difference. Right. It really does. Like, I don't think Malik Williams, if, you're, if I'm saying best players on the team, I'm not putting him one. I'm not putting him two. I don't know that I'm putting him three. I'm probably him, but maybe three or four. Sure. But most important, I'm putting him one because of, the, of what he can do. And, and then right, who's on. next, DJ or Jordan? I think Jordan's next and then DJ. Because DJ's still a freshman. He makes some mistakes. Okay, we're bringing in Hannah from Uh-oh. our promotions department. Hannah, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. I was pointing out uh, Jody's top tonight. 
What uh, is that a is that more of a manly top? You think? Show him the hood. Turn around. It's so a, there's a little tiny like hoodie a there. T-shirt hoodie. Yeah, it's a, it's, I think he accidentally clicked on the the, the girl Cubs gear or says boys. the guy with Lululemon. Probably the man that wears the tightest clothing in the building exactly. is criticizing you for your fashion. I know. Answer the question. This I don't is the think baseball. It's early, no, this is what baseball guys. Here's my wear. justification for it: mm-hmm. is that women's clothing is fitted, kind of like the top you're wearing today. <laughs> where if Jody stands up, his shirt is loose. It doesn't exactly. It doesn't cusp to his See? you know waist or anything like that. So I would now think if that's Tony fine. stands up. Now, his shirt's tighter than mine is today. Yes, it totally is. I have to tuck mine in because actually, it's so baggy. And actually, that's not a very tight shirt for Tony. It's compared. not. It's not. Compared. I can't even really see his Look, nipples. You, you sh- my nipples. Thank you for talking about my hand and talking about my nipples. They're always show. out to play. I know. They really are. They really are. It didn't, doesn't matter what temperature it is. Now, um, you shop in the 10-year-old boy category in uh in, uh, well in yeah the kids clothes is cheaper and while i can still fit <laughs> i'm not as well i mean still right, buy right. kids shoes sit tight hannah and we'll talk to you in a second this, this by the way is kind of warm weather belichick is what this it is, is actually yeah it all is. right i was wrong you were wrong. it's a I know manly top watch any baseball game this year i know you don't watch uh, baseball. No, i'm not gonna do that unless i go to the bats game you know by the way greg said he was gonna bring in the beer for the first game uh, probably yes. next week or whatever it is. Does so. anybody get any besides Dave? Uh, Dave, yeah, he's no. going to bring beer in for people. <laughs> you no. get, you're going to share? No, he's oh. not. No, he's not. He's not going to share. Not if Thank I you, Jody. We're going to go to break. Eric, hang on, buddy. We're going to get you on the other side of the break. We're going to talk to Pro Rehab, and we'll talk about this by, ankle. By the way, real quick. Yeah. The uh, Louisville women will play at 2 tomorrow. Okay. Syracuse is up by 10 or 9. They, that's who they'll probably play. There hasn't been a team in the tournament yet in five games. The favorite has not won yet in the women's All the underdogs All have won. All the underdogs And last won. time they played Syracuse, it did not go well. Exactly. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. All right. And we'll follow them after that game. All right. Hang on, Eric. We're coming Eric. up next on 790. Carity. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a bad case of loving you. That's right. Before oh, yeah. before he was simply irresistible, he was seeking a medical opinion. That is Robert Palmer. <laughs> For a while there in the 80s. Eric, how are you doing, buddy? Eric. Oh, I got to punch him in. Eric, how old are you, dude? How old am I? Yeah. 39. Okay. Do you remember that band at all in the, in the backup band in the black dresses and the white makeup? I remember them, but not, I mean, vaguely. So, I mean, you know. So the Halloween for about 10 years straight, uh, if there were a group of women going out together, they would all dress up as the backup band of Robert Palmer. They were all in black dresses and the makeup with the lipstick. <laughs> it was great. It was great. I didn't know six girls to do that with. No, I'm sorry, Dave. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Uh, Eric- Maybe you should have worn a tighter shirt. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would number would have gone to zero. I am not. Yeah, I'm, I'm not bashful. Um, so hey, if you got it, flaunt it, man. That, that's exactly don't, right, E. Thank you, E. Thank you. Don't feed him. Hey, as a fellow rock, you know, I mean, I know that you know. Oh, here we go. You Got to support those guys. Here we go. I love it, Eric. Yeah, what year? What year, Trinity? What year? Ninety nine. Ninety nine. All right, eighty seven. So I'm old. What was your favorite '90s TV show? Oh, oh, good question. Um. 
he wouldn't have a spot on that one. Well, I no. mean, that was Seinfeld and ER and Frazier, and those are some big. He wouldn't 90s. be a Frazier. He wouldn't be a Frazier guy. Probably not. Um, no, we watched Frazier. Quite yeah, I bet you were friends. I bet you were friends. We watched Friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Watched a lot of Friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so, all right, yeah. all right. Here's the deal. So we just talked about to, to Jody about the ankle, and it's the most talked about ankle all year long. And what we heard on Saturday, and what got my attention was it's still swollen. And I was like, "Ooh, that's not good." Is, is am I overreacting there, Eric? If it's still got fluid, I don't think we're overreacting. I think it's a. It's. I'm not surprised that he's still dealing with some swelling. I don't think when you run off the floor like he did, don't play the rest of the game. You know, the. I think that they just aren't sharing a lot of information about it. I suspect it's probably a, a more significant sprain than they're saying, and I think that it's very common that there's still going to be swelling. It's going to be common. He's still going to have some pain, uh, and it's still pretty common that he's going to have some issues with you know, some of the things they're putting him through, like, you know, lateral movements, uh, stability, and that could be pain, and that could be he just doesn't feel right on it yet. You know, ability to stop himself and go the other direction, uh, jump and land, those kind of things are still uh, probably painful. And so there, there's no sense in even trying to get him. I, I doubt he's scrimmaging. Um, you know, they're probably just, you know, working him through some drills, doing a lot of aggressive rehab every day. Uh, he's getting treatment and just trying to get him ready when they really need him, which is going to be, you know, tournament time. Give us a realistic timetable. We don't know the exact type of sprain, how severe it is, but a mild sprain would keep an athlete down for how long? A severe sprain for how long? Give us some guidelines. Well, you know, like a grade one sprain, which can be painful, but, you know, you don't have a lot of damage to the actual ligament. That's basically like your week-to-week sprain. Um, you know, it could take him out for a couple games. Could take, you know, he could play the next game. Uh, with, you know, being taped up and, and aggressive treatment. A grade two, which I suspect he may be dealing with, you're talking about that could be a few weeks, you know, to a month uh, before he's, you know, super effective. Now, that's why, you know, a lot of what they're doing now is based on the time of year. We wouldn't be as concerned necessarily if it was earlier in the season. And so right now, there's not going to take any risk because, you know, the more risk you take at this point trying to get him back too fast, too soon, will could put him out for more of the tournament when they really than they really need to. So, or you really want him to be? Excuse me. So, and then if you have a grade three, he would be he would be really limited, and that's when you get a lot of instability, a lot of swelling, and a lot of and the pain actually isn't as bad after the initial injury with those, but the function of the ankle is impacted more. So, you're talking about. If this is, and this gets more confusing, but if this is a lateral ankle sprain, that's what I'm talking about now, then that would put him out a little further or, you know, four to six weeks even. Um, but these are, there's, there's some variation based on how he's responding to early intervention. And that's what they're going to base everything off at this point. If it's a high ankle sprain, which I don't think that's what's going on, those are really hard to come back from uh, for athletes. And you're talking about, you know, four weeks at the minimum a lot of times if they're severe and it could be 
two months or more. We're talking to Eric from Pro Rehab. Look, Pro Rehab changes people's lives. They they get people back, not just in action for sports. They get back in action for life because that is really the key, especially the older you get and the more you let an injury kind of uh, fester and stay and, and, it, and it doesn't get any better and you don't go to Pro Rehab. You stay on the couch. Your life deteriorates. Uh, Eric, I want to ask you a question about ibuprofen. Like, um, I... I love ibuprofen. I don't use it every day, but if I'm sore, if I need to, if I, if right before I go to bed and that neck is just kind of bothering me, I'll take a couple ibuprofen and I'll sleep pretty good. I also know people that are workout freaks that say, I don't take them. I won't ever take ibuprofen. And there's, there's almost like a stigma to ibuprofen. I don't understand it because I love it. What is, what, what's your opinion about, I'm not talking about high doses of ibuprofen, but in, in general, for when it comes to sore or, uh, or injuries. Well, I think that we there's everybody's always got an extreme. You know, I think there's overutilization of NSAIDs, so ibuprofen or Aleve, which is naproxen. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of times what we do find, see in a lot of the studies is that chronic NSAID users, their body really never heals necessarily. So when you take an NSAID, it, it kills good inflammatory cells too. So it, it doesn't differentiate between what is a, an inflammatory cell from the trauma versus what your body naturally produces to go heal something. That's why in a lot of chronic injuries, people like, say, a tennis elbow, for instance, when they, they take it for a while, they feel better. As soon as they stop taking it and they go back to sport, then it starts hurting again. Well, nothing really ever healed at that point. Oh, so okay. you, we got to get to the root one cause of why you're getting it in the first place and get to the um, allow the tissue to heal. Now, so you're saying, wait a minute. So you, wait a minute, wait a minute, Eric. So you're telling me, fight through the pain, fight, sucker. Fight through it. Is that what you're saying? No, not necessarily. Well, I'm, I'm telling you to get treatment in right. some form if it's that if it's going on that long. Now, if you go work out and you're sore, or you wake up the next day and you're a little sore, and you take some ibuprofen, that's what it was built for: acute inflammation, okay. acute irritation, if you will. So, but if it's lingering and you're still taking it and it's not going away, then that's where you need to get some other treatment involved or, or some other means of trying to allow your body to naturally heal it versus just attacking the inflammation through NSAIDs. All right. After a five-mile run, after a strenuous workout, some people say, got to have Gatorade. Some are like, chocolate milk is the best thing for your body. What is the, what is the best thing for your <laughs> yeah, body? Yeah, Eric, depending on what you want to do, right? Well, Gatorade, yeah. And it depends on, well, there are two different things. One's trying to replenish your electrolytes. Uh, that you've, you know, through wanting to keep you from being dehydrated, essentially. And the other one is the, the reason chocolate milk's good. It's a good balance between protein and carbohydrate. So you're uh, replenishing those nutrients versus the electrolytes in your body. Gatorade was built for athletes. So it, and it, and the reason it was is so effective is it does have high fructose corn syrup in it. So that's instant energy. And then you also, have a means to get electrolytes through into our body. Very effective. And the other thing, it's easy on the gut. So a lot of people try to mimic Gatorade. Where Gatorade's been so successful is when you're training really hard, it doesn't cause any gastrointestinal problems generally in people, mm. which is why they built it that way. So, so, but, so very effective when you're training hard. People drink it casually. That's not good because it does have high fructose corn syrup, and it's not necessarily good for you. It was really made for post-athletics during – because, you know, in during – um, you know, drinking water itself has no electrolytes in it. So dehydration is when you've lost your electrolytes. Water is just the means for it to get through your body. So that's where Gatorade became so effective is that when 
an athlete during a game if they're starting to get dehydrated, which by then it's used a lot of times too late, but it's quick. It's quick acting uh, uh, so then they can usually recover quicker. So I'm hearing creamy chocolate Gatorade is right. what we need. <laughs> well, they probably make that now, actually. Uh, Eric from Pro Rehab. Um, in my coaching uh, experience, the kids, and, and I'm a little bit of the same way, when they were really, it's really hot and they're sweating a lot and they're tired, they are so sick of Gatorade, they just want water. They'll push away a Gatorade and just say, give me water. I can't drink that stuff. I need water. Um, what is that, you think? They're just try- are they, is, it, is it just like they're tired of a Kool-Aid taste and they're just, their body is, is craving just water? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say. It would be probably a, a question for some of our, you know, sports medicine primary care docs. But they, you know, a lot of times what happens, I think, is just water is, there's, you know, the sugar. You know, if you've ever had a Gatorade, you can tell a difference in just it versus plain water. Right. Consistency mm-hmm. and everything. And I think that's probably a lot of it. They're just trying to get down whatever they can. I mean, yeah. that's why ice cubes sometimes work, you know, even better yeah. than water. Uh, and because it's just slower into our system but you know that's that's probably more of it but that would be something i would probably ask some of our sports medicine you know our docs in the sports medicine world well that reminds you get a lot of hats to wear over at pro rehab tell me everything you do over at pro rehab and how can they get a hold of you guys over there yeah uh, pro rehab com. you know we see just about any orthopedic sports medicine uh issue uh, we have a performance enhancement wing where we work on people as far as you know returning back to golf uh, endurance. We work a lot of endurance athletes. Uh, you know, balance, fall prevention. So if you've got somebody that in your family that you're concerned about with that, feel free to give us a call and and we'll get them checked out. Eric, thanks for your time, man, and go Cards. All right, go Cards. Talk to you guys later. See you, man. Thanks, Eric. Great conversation right there, man. That's good stuff. Pro rehab is the best. If you've got injuries, don't sit on it. Literally. Get to Pro Rehab and let's get it fixed up, man. All right, I'm Tony. He's Dave's, and, and this is the Afternoon Underdogs on 790 KRD. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.